Three, two, one. Yo, what's goody? This is Cheza. GMTM. I'm Mr. Steven S. Rocking the Etobicoke Thunder. Did I say it right? Etobicoke? Etobicoke Thunder, bro. bro. Yo, most people, they'd be like, Etobicoke Thunder. Etobicoke. Oh, man. Facts. The K-E are silent. Yep. But yes, this is another episode of Casual Fan, where we talk about superhero shit. Um, I heard they put out the first trailer for Hawkeye, the TV show. Teaser showed, trailer. Yeah, the quick teaser showed that it's going to be Kate Bishop as the second Hawkeye or the Hawkeye in training. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, HBO Max, I believe they started like really pushing the Justice League Warner, and Wonder Warner Woman is going to be coming. All the stuff from Warner Brothers is going to end up on HBO Max. Right. All the 2021 stuff. So. Yeah. Is it a drop at the same time the theater drops it? Yeah. I wonder how Dave Chappelle... Well, I don't think Dave Chappelle cares too much about that as long as he gets paid to. That's all he's looking for. But yeah. And also, we talk about wrestling shit. Um, and new AEW champion! Oh. So I didn't get can, to it. We can get into that. Let's get into that. So... You did watch AEW this week, Mr. Steven S? I was not better for watching AEW this week. I caught <laughs> parts of it. I just, when I realized that he won the title and that's, and that, you know, the legendary Sting was there, I had to go back and let me see those highlights of it again. Okay. I'm with you on the whole wrestling aspect. Sometimes it gets boring because, again, we don't know who half of these people are. Unless there's a name that we know that's in the ring, it's just like, okay, whatever. Right, like storylines itself is not really that compelling either. Yeah, if you have a good storyline, like it's like a good TV show. If you have a good TV show and you don't know the characters, but the storyline is wicked, you're watching. It's all about the storyline with it, and the storylines aren't really compelling. They're more like shock. Like they do a lot of shocking things, like turns and appearances and end of matches becoming champions as Kenny Omega. The big announcement now from them is they have an impact tie now. Yep. So we'll see where this goes, but yeah. Um, this is all to stick it to Vince. Something that Vince <laughs> didn't want to do, they're like, all right. Because right now, remember, AW has their wrestlers in New Japan. Yeah. And now with this new impact thing, it's just a trifecta. It's true. It's true. I saw somebody put up a just a quick meme. They said, T-N-A-E-W-C-W. <laughs> I was like, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah. yeah. Well, you as I watched, I watched the match. Night, How did you feel about the match when you watched it? That shit was dumb. What was dumb? What match? Please elaborate. He's talking about Moxley. Omega, Omega. Moxley. Please elaborate. Yes, please. Let me know. Because I, I want to watch. stop watching it. That's how bad it was. Moxie, paint the Moxie, picture. Paint the picture. You started watching, in? and what made you stop? What's Moxie's finisher? When he does a double hook and goes D- DDT. Dirty deeds to me. <laughs> he <laughs> hit Moxie. He hit Moxie with it. Moxie's out, and he sits next to him. Then he looks at him. Then he gets up. Then he goes out the ring, 
He gets two chairs, he brings it in the ring, and he sits him on the chair. I said, turn this shit up. I said to my girl, I said, what am I watching right now? So instead of pinning him, he pulled out a chair. No, he pulled out a chair. They're both sitting on the chair. Omega's like this, like out of it. And he's like, hit me, hit me. It's like, why do you want him to hit him? You, you had him beat. Yeah. Like I don't. Once I saw that, I was like, okay, this this is dumb. I'm I'm. It was the last straw for me because I watched a bit of Dynamite last night. Okay. And Sting Sting showing up and there was a big pop and it was really it was cool to see. It wasn't enough for me to keep watching it. I don't know if I'll watch Dynamite next week. Okay. You don't you don't want to see Sting talk, but still you can catch the clip, right? Like if all you want to see is Sting talk, you really don't have to watch the show. You can just wait for the clip because somebody, even if they don't put it out, somebody will. The show was dumb. So say you you saying that Omega won the title is like all right, cool. They've given this guy the keys to the fucking castle, and it's it's worse than Jericho being at the helm. So let me ask you a question. If no, actually, never- early Jericho was not bad. You mean today's Jericho? I'm talking about now. Yeah, now Jericho, not first Jericho. The first Jericho of AEW was, he was yeah. dope. He was good. He was the only, no, between him and Cody. It's, it's this and and Omega is Super Cena. Yeah, all of a well, sudden. Let me play, let me play, let me play, let me play Devil's Advocate. What if this was a kind of a stick to WWE in a sense? How so? Saying that, you know. I, I don't care. As in, I, I, as in we, I don't we, want to watch we, the year We are. Our top guy beat you, one of your guys. Like you're one of your top guys came here, won his title, and now our guy beat your guy, the guy who kind of started off AEW and. But technically, you had to cheat. <laughs> if the product is shit, I'm not watching cheat. it. Yeah, like yeah, back to front. Yeah. And that was that was the last. That was the main event. There was a lot before that. Did you watch everything before? Sting being the highlight, there was a lot, like... It's and yeah, you said Sting was the highlight halfway through the show? Yeah. That doesn't make... Uh, to me, I'm like, wouldn't Sting be the last thing? But I guess their announcement about TNA... Uh, no, like... Connected with was, Impact to them is such like a big, a bigger thing than Sting coming in? Sting happened at the beginning of the second hour. Okay. So I could see why they would do that. I don't agree with it, especially with what they ended it with. Exactly. But again, it's AEW. I can't say anything but Cornette's right. It's a niche market, truly. Like, I started thinking about it. I'm like, if I had to pick one wrestling show and be satisfied to watch wrestling for like weekly, for every week, it would just be SmackDown, and I'd be cool. I'd be cool watching SmackDown alone every week, and I'd have no problem not watching the other shows. I watched Darby Allen do his, what's it called casket drop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do his move, and as he's pinning his opponent, picking his shoulder up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You messaged me. You said he picked up his shoulders, which doesn't make sense because the second you do that, the pin is over. And the thing about it is. The cameraman is right there under him. So you can see so you can shoulders. see his whole back off of the mat. No. I'm like, nobody's picking up on this. Nobody. 
<laughs> and I like Darby Allen, but it's like, yeah. how are you pinning him if you're taking his shoulders off the mat? Exactly, exactly. And that kind of makes the ref look stupid because why didn't you see it when it's in front of your face? And why didn't anybody call it? Oh, even as the announcers too, yeah. They should have said something too, like his shoulders. Somebody should have been like, well... He didn't really win. Maybe, maybe we'll find out something next week. Exactly. It was nothing. It was, it was such a gross oversight that I'm like, if me, the casual fan, <laughs> am watching this and I'm spotting it, JR is calling it and he's like the greatest thing since Gordon Sully. He's not seeing it. Yeah. Who knows what they're thinking in the back or if they care. Why should I? That's true. So it's like, I don't know. It's all these things, and I don't know. I don't. Sorry, I just have beer spill. The battle royal was all right. I guess. I don't know. What about? Well, how did you feel when you heard? I don't know if you saw, but when you heard about the announcement that it's going to happen on Tuesday at Impact. So now that they have this whole connection with Impact now, is it a game changer or is it just I, I don't I don't I don't care what they do. Yeah. It's 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 getting to the point where it's just like I'm really just watching it so I can have information for tonight. Right. Yep. But I'm as a wrestling still, fan, it's just like That? I still don't see impact at I don't see I still don't see impact as like a like must see TV like like when they first started getting the like they, when they got the Good Brothers and then you heard Heath Slater went over there I was like okay let me just check it out yeah let me see what Russell what, just, guys, what guys are getting I was just like they had EC3 they got what's his name back the fake Daniel Bryan what's his name Eric Young that's the that won the title as he basically got there well it shows you. The level, like, it's this is like actually this is kind of funny. So, in Sudbury, when Toronto dudes come there, they're like super happy and they just love because they get like girls are just they love them, right? Toronto dudes when they come to Sudbury. So it's pretty much like WWE is Toronto, the bottom of the barrel of Toronto guys, like the ones who just come to Sudbury because they're like they don't get girls over here in Toronto. They just, at all, they come to Sudbury and all of a sudden they get attention and then they, they don't even want to leave. <laughs> they just, like, they live there for years. And you're like, why are you here, bro? You from Toronto. And he's like, man, the pussy here, though. Like, so, WWE's Toronto, that bottom of the barrel of Toronto guys who don't get girls in Toronto goes to Sudbury and they become the top guy. Because Sudbury girls are just like, oh my God, he's black. Woohoo! You know what I mean? So it's like, it's pretty much that basis when I think about it. I'm like, it's the bottom of the barrel of WWE guys become main guys at the other companies. And then we're supposed to take those companies serious. But see, I could look at it. I could look at it and say, you got some great talent there all around, right? Them joining Impact and all that, and you have all this extra talent. That's cool. But I'm looking at what you're doing with great talent now. Yeah. Why do I care if you add more? It's true. I don't care what you do. If the head office is making Moxley, who's the champion, yeah. hit his finisher, and then prop the man up on uh, 
chair and tell them to hit it. Why do I care? But it's truly, it's the same argument about WWE. A lot of people, when someone signs a WWE, they're like, what are you doing? Don't go there. You don't, they don't know how to use people. They don't, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. You should sign with AEW. But if you look at AEW track record, they don't know how to use people either. WWE messing <laughs> so up talent like, is one thing. That's one thing. With AEW, it's almost like AEW's watching WWE and being like, oh, you think that was dumb? Hold my calls. <laughs> like the thing with AEW, it's like it's pretty much like what they call new wrestling. It's like it's, it's like it's like a spot show. It's just about the spots. Like everything's a spot. Like that's why it, look at every match. Every match ends with a run-in from somebody. Why? Why does every match end with somebody coming down at the end or somebody getting attacked at the end or somebody turning at the end? Every match doesn't have to. Like sometimes nope. you just want to build a character and in that character he has maybe a one, two, three matches where he's fighting and struggling, winning or losing. Nothing else happens at the end. It's just learning that struggle between match to match to match. Like somebody doesn't have to always come in for a story to continue. Just ask Leon Ruff. Say that again. So just ask Leon Ruff. It's true. No, WWE does it the same way. Like most of the places do that. But the yep. problem is when AEW does it, it kind of looks like like okay, Jim Cornette comes from WWE system, all that, all that system. So if he went through WWE, you gotta assume if he spent a long time there, they think of the little the little things, you know what I mean? When they're telling their stories. AEW doesn't think about those little things. It just goes from here to here. Like, they don't, like, oh. Like, say, the Moxley match, the way that it ended with the Don Callis. Just off the top of my head, say they flipped it. They put Sting as the main event. And then the Moxley, or I mean, the Omega Moxley thing, and then the Don Callis thing. At the one-hour mark, if Omega and Callis run off, People are going to be like, boom. Like, okay, what's going to happen on Tuesday? So for the next hour, you're still going to wonder what's going to happen on Tuesday. And that's going to sit on your mind until Sting comes and blows your mind. You know what I mean? You don't put Sting first. Like, you put Sting first, whatever you do at the end, people are still going to talk about Sting. Or to get, make it make worse, and you don't care what happens. But putting Sting at that hour is... So that people continue to be interested in the show. Yeah. So they didn't really believe or you in can that have the main event. <laughs> they didn't really believe talking about Sting after the show. And they're still thinking yeah. about it. And yeah, because week thing. before they lost to they lost to they lost to um, NXT. They lost NXT the week before. So it's just like, all right, um, let me do what I can do to make sure that we don't win. We don't lose another week. Did they lose this week? So, I don't know yet. I didn't, I didn't check. Yeah, it When's it, it comes come out on Fridays? I think it comes, comes out, out tomorrow. Fridays. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch AEW this week. After last week watching it, it just left me with too many questions, and there wasn't like good questions. It was just like, huh? But what? Huh? You sound like me now. I'm just like, no, I can't. I can't. I just kind of oh. stopped. Then I tried NXT, and I was like. 
This is just boring. Like the rest, like boring, they're like they look better than AEW, but but like what's it called NXT to me is like I guess the wrestling I like we'd say is like late eighties, early nineties. You need the so theatrics. I need some pump. You know what I mean? You need the theatrics. Yeah. So NXT doesn't have the theatrics, but it has the wrestling. AEW has all the theatrics. None of the well, some of the wrestling. I'm not gonna cut because some of those dudes can wrestle, usually from WWE, but still, they have those guys. Hey. So I don't know. Okay. Oh yeah, so that was AEW. Um, did you guys take in SmackDown or Raw this week? I watched a bit of Raw. Yeah, I watched a bit of Raw and then watched any SmackDown. I think I watched a bit of SmackDown too. What did you think of the whole um, Randy Orton and the Fiend moment? Dumb. I, I didn't like it. Dumb. <laughs> also, who's the heel? They, from what the dirt Randy Orton. say, Randy Orton's supposed to be the heel, and they're, this is going to be their way to, cre- to make Bray and Alexa faces. But why? Why? How? Why? How? Alexa's a heel against um... Nikki Cross. <laughs> but that even in that whole moment, he picked her up and she sat there. It she wasn't was just like, that. Hey. It wasn't just that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. But it wasn't just that. It was the fact that the fiend was worried. This is the second. This is the second time I've seen him work. Yeah, because that like, was the whole point. Like two because weeks. he asked, "What? What makes it?" It's like, "What is his weakness?" It's her. So, here's how WWE. Are you listening? Here's how I would have done it. When the lights flicker, we hear the sound of the of uh, of the feed coming. Right when those lights flicker and the lights turn off, and they turn back on again, the fiend is in the ring. By himself, right? And then he looks up at the Tron and he sees Randy Orton with her over his shoulder. Something. Right? Because, yeah. because. And then from there, Randy either says nothing at all, right? Or he says one statement and he walks off with her. What was Bray Wyatt's old saying? Was it run? Yeah. That would be what Randy Orton should say. Look back and run. And then take okay, off. Okay, so <laughs> and then and then they said that the Bray White character might be coming back. <laughs> yes. Yes. But Bray White is already a character, but why are they gonna do that a second time? Like truthfully If you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it, go all Mick Foley, right? Yeah. Go full Foley. Like you don't know which Bray White is coming. Even the what's it called? The wrestling one. Even the even the the muscle man one. One day he might come out like do something. But that'd be crazy. But it's like say he has like something's wrong up here. You know what I mean? You don't know which person he thinks he is that day. Comes back as and then based off emotion, if he gets too upset. That's when the fiend comes. The fiend, the fiend well, just comes when up. he gets to that point, you always know that's the fiend point. But between the other ones, you don't know what day he is. One day he might feel super nice, so he's Mr. Rogers. 
One day he might just feel extra pumped up and motivated. He's muscle man. Next day he just might feel extra cult like. Then that's the Bray Wyatt Eater World one. You know what I mean? Like every day you don't know which one is coming. But they gotta do something to really check the temperature. Cause so far, I'm not impressed. I think it was what uh, last week or the week before. Um, he was fighting Miz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, uh, Alexa ran in and tackled Morrison. I think it was. I believe so. And they went over the the um, barricade. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the fiend gets on the on the. Was it the Fiend or Bray? I can't remember. It was Bray. But he gets on the ropes and he's like, Alexa, what happened? Where, Alexa, where are you? Yeah. She just went over the guardrail. It's not a real guardrail. Nothing yeah. happened. Like, I don't understand why that. And then and then it goes back to uh, Monday. Okay, Orton's holding her. He's not attempting to do anything. And the Fiend is like. Yeah. They should be playing it like Orton- as as much as Alexa Bliss if is kind of playing RKO'd off of... her, if he RKO'd her, and then you really got him like shaking, I understand. He didn't do anything. He yeah, didn't yeah, even he attempt anything. He was just, anything. Holding, he her was just holding her. I don't. But they should have played off of the Harley Quinn thing she's playing, like the whole laughing and stuff. So when he shows up, she just starts giggling like crazy, and he's just there, like yeah. just just staring at Randy, not even doing nothing. He doesn't have to put out his hand. Or I don't know if his hand is shaking. Don't shake the hand. Just put the hand straight out and give the rock. Like, and just do that. You know what I mean? He doesn't I, have to shake. Just, He's just a madman. I feel but, like yeah. I feel like with WWE, they've dropped the ball at the one with the Fiend too many times. I'm getting to the point where I don't care anymore. Yeah, I can't get excited for it because I know WWE is going to find an interesting and out of the box way to just drop the ball, and I'm just going to get frustrated. Yeah, well, because you have a great character oh. and you could have really done something with it. And every okay. year, speaking about that, do you know that 25 minutes before Raw started is when everybody got everything to get done? That's I heard normal. That. That's usual. They do that no, all the no, time. No, they said no. They said they said uh, this one was unusual because oh. they usually say about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. They go twenty five minutes before everything started. But there were times that they were still writing the show while the show was on. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's WWE. You know, like that's... you know who used to do that too. Who you know who used to do that too? WCW. Where are they? Yeah. And it's yeah. just it's McMahon. He's got to like let go of some rings. Like he's got to so, let go. The thing Let's... about it is, so McMahon's the one who approved the fiend, and 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 and. But there was conflict backstage. People were like, no, people were telling him, don't do it. Yeah, he wanted to do it. They're like, don't do this. He wanted to do it. And end of the day, he gets what he wants. Right? It's his company. So, and then now you hear the now you hear the now you hear the. Everybody's dissing it, right? And they're like, well, Bruce Pritchard has too much power in the back. It's like, what? How does that? Oh, it's Vince. The problem is Vince. Vince is the last word. But they said it's just like, well, the whole Bruce Pritchard thing is some extra shit. It's just, he does have a lot of power because he's like the right-hand man. And he's been for decades. Exactly. But truly at this point, because he did just get rehired to 
do SmackDown and while Heyman had that, but like he's pretty much right beside Vince Wright and everything. So he's the only person getting fee- he Vince is really getting feedback from. And he was from what Cornette says, he's always been that guy to agree with Vince and then be the guy to explain it to others for Vince. So and on that note, before we go any further, speaking of Vince's right hand men. Rest in peace to uh, Pat Patterson. Definitely. Rest in peace, Pat Patterson. Rest in peace, Pat Patterson. And it's crazy because he just got furloughed, right? So I'm like, damn, like, that's crazy. You know, he's the one who, what's it called? Started the Royal Rumble, came up with the idea. That's pretty dope. First Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. Yeah, and Pat Patterson. He was always there, though. He was... Yeah. Like, from what I know, like, WWE, he was always there. A super French accent. Open the door. So Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Patterson and Briscoe. Oh. You know what? Briscoe just got let go, too. Like, uh-huh. end, of an, end of an era. End of an era, for real. Got furry. I remember, I remember uh, Patterson and Briscoe, late 90s. <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing, playing the role of, like, uh, Vince's... Uh, version of the Mean Street Posse, I guess. Yep, yep. They did everything. Remember, they even had the dress fight. They did. They had the dress fight. I remember that. But they were ride or die. It was what it was. They were were ride or die. But yeah. Vince's dudes, man. But going back to your frustration, Trace. You you, you messaged me. You were kind of confused. You were you weren't sure. You didn't know if you were supposed to be happy or sad. Happy for Dana, or sad for Retribution. Did you take in how they treated Retribution on Monday? First Retribution beat. They won their match, their first match, right? Um. Oh, Ricochet, Slapjack versus Ricochet. Slapjack wins. It all looks good. But then. Dana had a match with. Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. You know sorry, that's why she lost, right? Off. You know my that's why. Off, sorry. That's why why she lost, right? Yeah. As soon as she lost that mask, Vince was like, "Done, done that." Yep. They're probably gonna kick her <clears> out of the group already because you heard. Yeah. At the end of the show, Ali was like, "What the fuck? Like we don't lose. We don't take failure." I'm like, "Haven't you been watching the last three weeks, bro?" <laughs> like you guys lose, you guys. Woo. Well, no, but she took the ultimate. You guys haven't <laughs> shown me winning. She took. She took the ultimate L. Yeah. She took the break. She did that Brady versus K, um, Kansas City L. Like that was like, like your mask came off, and it wasn't even like it was long into the match. Your mask came off. Literally minutes yep. into the match, your mask came off. Really. It wasn't like the end. Was that basically it was close to the beginning uh, of the match? That a how match long came was that match? How long was that match? Maybe six, not even maybe not even six minutes, maybe. I think it was less than that. Was it not even six minutes? Maybe what? Four, maybe it was supposed to go six minutes. Maybe it was like three, Bruh, and a half minutes. They need to blow that shit up. Yeah, ASAP. It's not working. It's. It's not even like there's something where you can say, all right, I can see where they can pick up the pieces. They don't look strong. They haven't looked strong since, like, their debut. They just keep having them get beat. 
no, where's no. Mia Kim going here? They look strong when they were beating up the building. Yeah. When they were beating up the building, like, wow, these guys might be a problem. When they stepped in the building, they just got beat up. Like Vince was just like, huh, send the black guys. <laughs> and they beat him up. Hurt business put a hurting on them quickly. So where does Mia go from here? She's not going back to NXT. Bet. Bet Vince AEW? is going to send her back. To... Nope. Vince is going to keep her signed, keep her locked. She's going to drop No, not even. She's just going to disappear going... for a minute. Yo, she, she might be going through a couple of tables. She won't get fired. Because she was there for a while, and and she is Keith Lee's girl, so Keith Lee might be able to put in a good word because he's still good with the boss, and the boss really wants to work with him. Speaking but, of Keith Lee, bright spot of Raw triple threat match. Yeah, but he lost. It's a good match. It was though. Who knows? But it was a good match overall. Yeah, yeah. How you feel about AJ and um, Drew? Well, why not? I, I know he's they're a, also he's a top heel. It'll be an entertaining match. He's a top heel. Why not? I think so, too. I'm like, of all people, you know those two will have good matches. They'll have yeah, good they'll back have, and forth, all that stuff, you know? But here's my thing, though, because right now, because knowing that they have a good match, I'm going to start – my match is going to be read up when it comes to um, – I'm, I'm always looking at a Roman mate, that, that Reigns match. Yo, listen. Yes, it's always gonna be in the back of your mind until it Mac, happens. That Mac, like, like Mac, well, like McIntyre's performance at that Roman Reigns versus McIntyre match was like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, now yeah. I'm looking. So now when I'm looking for a performance, I'm looking for that type of performance from him and AJ. Like, some AJ I just will give see, it to him though. AJ will give him that match. Less than that. Yeah. So it's a good look. It's a good look. Like AJ is like the proper next one to do it. You know what I mean? And. Who would you want to follow up after, like, after Randy Orton? Like, Randy wait, wait. went so long, but still, like, who well, else was on. there? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's going to be fighting AJ. Cool. Do we expect him to go through AJ? No. Remember, AJ, AJ went up against Brock, too, remember? Mm-hmm. And he fought Brock. It wasn't a quick squash. But AJ needs a big win, though. AJ needs a big win, though. He does, but right now, Drew is so strong, it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? It's fine. But is it going to hurt AJ in the long run? That's that's what I'm thinking. Like, cool. I, I know, know we're doing... We're, we're on the, the Drew train right now. You know, could, that, could, he's gone. Yeah. But can you, can you make AJ look good in a big loss again? Because I can't remember the last, like, real big win or significant singles win he's had in a while. Maybe they start the rivalry against them. Like, instead of just a one-off match, he might lose, like, the one-off match, but then he's just attacking them back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back until he gets his match again. You know what I mean? I don't know. He's got a still, he's, like, in, Because in it's Drew McIntyre and it's the uh, champion, I feel like it's fine if he loses. And it's AJ. Yeah. Well, well in, in the words of uh, Milk D from Audio 2, He's got a great big body guard. So. Almost. His name is Almost. Almost. And also. Almost. Also, just that's another thing. They almost got it right. 
But he said something this week. Yeah, he talked. Why is he talking? He talked. Uh, he ain't got to say shit. Do you notice that they have like something like, um, I don't know what it's brewing, but between him and Matt Riddle, like they're like yeah. friends in a little way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matt Riddle keeps like making him laugh. He's like, yo, what the hell you keep laughing at him? He's like, mm. Mm. <laughs> he talked to him. Yeah, he talked to Riddle. He goes, he talked yeah. about his, his, was his dog? What do you have, a goat? What does he have? He has a, like, some sort of animal. We actually learned his name from Riddle. Because Riddle was talking to them. He was saying something to AJ. And AJ's like, yo, get out of here, whatever. Like, through the Survivor Series. And then he went to go talk to Almost. And AJ's like, you don't talk to him. He's like, all right, whatever. All right, see you later, Almost. <laughs> and AJ looked at him and looked at him like, you know him? And Almost kind of just shrugged him, shrugged him off. like. But that was the first time I heard it. And Matt Riddle knew it. I was like, hmm. Well, why is he talking? I know. He shouldn't say nothing. He, his voice doesn't even match him. So now he's not hes not the big, scary guy. Once you lose that, it's over. Once you lose that persona, it's gone. Oh, no. He's still tall as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's still tall as a motherfucker. I, uh, if I see him clap somebody, just he open-handed. Is, he's not- if, he, if I see him just do one of those <laughs> to somebody, bro. <laughs> I'm cool with it. But it's it's not as though like, like, Think of Kane when he first joined. When he yeah. when you first saw Kane, he didn't make a sound. At he all. Didn't, he didn't do nothing. You're just worried because Paul Bear is talking for him. And for the longest, it's like, what is he thinking himself? What is he what does he want to say? You're interested because of the intrigue. The mystery is there. Yeah. If he starts talking, he starts growing up with people, and like, all right, cool, all right, choke slam someone, cool. Yeah. Again, you have to make me, the casual fan, care about it. And just being big isn't enough for you, pause. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. That's- I, I see y'all. I see y'all brought back pause on the fuckery joint. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That was dope. He, he had to pull. He had to pull up on that one. Yo, it was part of the sentence. Didn't you notice? Was, I, I, there was no break in between the sentence and the pause. Oh, he had to pull up on that one real quick. <laughs> but yes, um, before we wrap up, um, um, did you watch uh, SmackDown last week with the Roman Reigns storyline with Kevin Owens? I missed it. Did you see no highlights or anything? I didn't see nothing. Okay. Not I didn't I didn't see anything that really called for it. All like, right, so like it was a like a big deal. It was pretty dope. So Kevin Owens, whatever weather, goes up. I forget reason what reason why, but he goes up to um Roman and Jay Uso in the back and he's like, Yo, I yo, I hate how you're treating people. Like I hate how you treat your family, I hate how you're treating the thing, like you ain't nobody type thing. Talking to Roman, and Roman's just grilling them. The whole time he's saying it. And then he walks off. So, you know, Roman looks at Jay and he starts like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you think he's not afraid of me? Why isn't he afraid of me? Like, I need you to make sure he's afraid of me. So then they have the match at the end. Kevin Owens versus Jay Uso. They're going back and forth. Then just like Jay Uso brings a chair in, starts beating up KO. KO takes the chair, beats the shit out of Jay Uso. Then while he's doing it, he's looking at the camera. And he's like, 
you send your people for me. They're doing like talking to Roman and you can see Roman just standing in the back, staring at the screen. And he's just like screaming later. So he goes to the, what's it called? The announce table, rips everything off, takes the chair, sits at the end. I'm the head of the table. I'm the head of the table. You want me? You want to be head of the table? You got to come. I was like, yo, okay, KO. Okay. And you just see like Roman, like he's been working on the fuming thing. So you just see him fuming in the background, just staring at the TV. If it was AEW, he would have went out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have went out. Yeah. They would have got into a fight. But this is where WWE is good, where they leave that tension, where it's like, what's going to happen next? It doesn't have to happen right away. But yeah. So they're pushing KO, Roman Reigns. I'm like, that's pretty dope, actually. Like, the way they built I like that, it. The way they built that part, I was like, it's pretty dope, because they've been making kevin owens kind of look like uh, a funny guy lately he's never he hasn't been serious he hasn't been that brawler lately so they brought it back this brought it back on thursday on friday i'm i'm cool with that the only problem i have is the long-term damage you do to jay uso as a singles competitor because at some point if you send your dogs to go yeah. do your bidding and they don't do we fear them? It's like why? It's 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 almost like watching. He hasn't Power been Rangers. losing everything. It's he like, hasn't been losing like, everything. No, but it's like, all right, you watching Power Rangers, and Rita sends out the Putty Patrol. Yeah. All right. Cool. Send a million of them. I'm just gonna drop all of them. Like. Well, that's the thing. They can't make him lose every time he gets sent out there. You know what I mean? Like. They gotta. They, the Daniel Bryan thing, where he got sent out there and he took Daniel Bryan out. Like they gotta kind of keep doing little one of those, because if they don't do the one. Has to happen more often. Yeah. But yeah, that storyline is like pretty dope. Like that's what keeps me I'm watching. That between that and Sami Zayn. Yeah, I can watch that show. I can watch that show. But yeah, we're in our last minute. So please, Trace, take us out. Or right, yeah. Um, I'm Yaudis Cheza following on IG. That is GMTM, aka St. Jason. And I am Mr. Steven S. Rocking the Etobicoke Thunder. Sweat. I need one of those. Let me know where I can get it. Yeah. Shock Club Podcast, like, share, comment, subscribe, hit the bell to stay notified. You never know when we're going live. We're going live? Sure. Why we're not? Going live. We're going live. Yeah, I'm trying to go smoke over my damn bed. You didn't have time to roll up. Well, I don't roll up to you, man. Yeah, I usually I can see you doing it. What do you mean that roll up? Oh, so you got time. Well, a little time. Yeah. So I got to go do mine anyway. Yeah, yeah. I got time. I got time. Beat my Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What time are we going on? Uh, give it about 10 minutes. All right. All right. A little yeah. more.